All right, um, let's go right to it. You're up. Dernaj Spann walking to the plate now on the J.P. Peterson. So so great to have you on since you were named there at Bally Sports. Now you're doing a great job. I love the fact that we got you, uh, Tampa, Tampa young man who grew up here. You got Wechter who grew up in St. Pete, Matty Joyce who grew up in Brandon. We got Rich Hollenberg who's been here forever. So I love having the hometown guys on our pre and post. Thanks for joining us, Denard. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Appreciate you guys having me. Yeah, it's. Uh, I really appreciate you coming on, and what a time! Uh, what a time to be a Rays fan and to jump on board the broadcast. First of all, how's how are you enjoying that with the guys? Is it a little different from uh, from your playing days uh, the, the, to, to watch it from this this perspective? It's very different. It's funny you say that because I just had somebody about a week or two ago. It was Neil Solans actually? Yeah. He asked me what what is more difficult, hitting in the ninth inning against the closer or doing TV. <laughs> And, you know, I scratched my head. I thought about it. I was like, well, I only have three reps of three or four reps of doing TV. So right now I would say TV is more difficult than hitting in the ninth inning. So um, it's definitely different. But, you know, I'm I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, You know, just like anything else, the more reps, you know, the more chances you get, the better the better you get and the more comfortable you get at it. Well, from someone who's been doing TV for over 30 years, trust me, hitting in the ninth inning is way harder. This is easy stuff, dude. Once you get the reps down, you'll be like, oh, this is a kick. But you're doing a great job. And, and, and I just, but from a perspective, like, how do you look at the game differently as an analyst? Because, I mean, as a player, you're looking to maximize your opportunities and for your team. Whereas an analyst, you know, your, your job now is to be critical of some of your ex teammates at times and people, which is very hard to do, obviously and to be able to give a perspective to the fan at home. It's a a tough line to walk. So is is it a different perspective watching the game? Yeah, I have. I don't think I've gotten to that point yet to where, you know, I'm trying to – where I'm being critical. I think right now I'm just trying to be as fair as possible, you know what I mean, and trying not to, you know, step on toes, um, not only for our team but the other team as well, and trying to shoot it as down the middle as possible. Um, You know, I think obviously, you know, once I get – a little bit more comfortable and, and get some more time, then, yeah, I think I I will be able to do that. And, um, you know, just doing it like in, in, a, in a better art, in an art form, yeah. if you will. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I think there's an art to doing that and, you know, saying the right words without, like, demeaning the other, exactly. uh, demeaning people or demeaning, the, you know, the players. So um, I haven't got to that point, but th- that's my – that's obviously what I'm striving for. Nick, you want to jump in here? You have something for Denard? Talk some, some Rays baseball? Yeah, here. I'll jump right into what we've seen from this team. And, you know, 29-7, and seven and the offense has carried the way. Whereas, and pitching is doing amazing as well. I think you're, like, first in most categories there. But uh, just this offense, and I'll ask you as a former player, because, you know, you hear all the time, like, the hitting is contagious type thing. Uh, just as a player, when you have a lineup where it seems like they can, sh- and the Rays have done this, they string together runs in certain innings, like, really well, and it seems like everybody's contributing is hitting is contagious? Is that a real thing from a player? And what's kind of the mindset when you have a team like this where everybody's firing on all cylinders? It definitely is. I mean, I know at times it sounds like it is like a, a cliche saying, um, but it is. You know, when, when you you know you see the guy before you have a good at bat or put some good wood on the on the ball. Um, it, you know, as a player coming up, you know, uh, coming up after that hitter, you know, you get confidence, right? And then. You know, those players, you know, even if they do make it out or guys are scoring, they're coming back to the dugout and giving you information. So, um, it, you know, I, yeah, I do think it is contagious. And, uh, you know, it, it, like you said, it's been special just to watch this offense go off night in and night out. 
Um, nobody was expecting this. I know I wasn't. I was a little critical going into the season, um, you know, under the wraps. Like, man, I, you know, I feel like we're like one bat away. But, um, you know, all of the decisions that were made, obviously they, they look great. Um, the young players have been filling in. And I think it's, it's, it's huge for those guys, you know, getting off to a good start for their confidence. Denard Span joining us here now with Bally's Sports doing their pre and post game. Also played many years in the big leagues, including with the Rays. Um, I, I don't know if you heard this, but speaking of critical broadcasters, the guys at WFAN, Carton and Everson, is that? Yeah. yeah they just watched the Yankee series, right? And I don't know if you saw this on Twitter. So they come out I with did. it. They, you did. You saw. Okay, good. So, yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> and they basically saying, I don't have any evidence to back it up, but they're they're cheating. You have the floor. Your thoughts. <laughs> you put you put me my critical come on uh, word thing to the, Bring to it. the test. Bring it. Um, I mean, look, man, this is that, that's what you know. That's what sore losers do, <laughs> right? They have to find an excuse. Right. They have to find a reason for why they're losing. Like that's instead of just you know taking your your loss like a man and just move on to the next one. If so, if if the Rays are cheating, it'll come out. It'll come to, to light. But for you to point to that, you know what I mean, because your team has bigger stars and so-called better players and you find a way to lose, that to me, you know, that, that's what sore lo- losers do. They find excuses and they try to find reasons to justify yeah. them losing. <laughs> it was hilarious, uh, to be honest with you. I wondered how, what your take is on how the Rays have taken advantage of the new rules. You know, my sense is, first and foremost, they, you know, they got – well, they're already athletic. They got more athletic in the offseason. And, you know, it takes more athletic players in the outfield and the infield to have bigger range with no shift. They seem to be contacting the ball more and you know, getting the ball in play. How, how do you see it, how they've taken advantage of the new rules? I, I think I, I think the new rules uh, play into the way this ball club is, is built. Um, you know, obviously we weren't expecting, you know, this team to hit for hit 70 home runs, 65, 70 home runs through the first 35 games. We were expecting this team to manufacture runs, get guys over, steal bases, go first to third, you know what I mean? Score um, from first to home. And, you know, with these new rules, it's just basically just enhanced what this team was built to do. So um, I, I think, yeah, you're seeing more activity on the bases um, as far as, you know, stealing, and, um, yeah, it's just, you know, this, this ball club, you know, they do, they do it all. Yeah, and, you know, like you said, the, the home run has kind of led the way, and it feels like Randy Arena has been, if you had to find it, it's hard to find an MVP with this team right now, but I'd argue Randy Arena might be it. Uh, and he talked yeah. about how he's studying, you know, pitchers' habits and, and kind of doing more film study and things like that. And, you know, the whole thing on Friday night, I mean, with the, the Randy land, and, of course, he goes yard and free Cerveza <laughs> for everybody. Like, he's just so much fun to watch. Just your thoughts on Randy Rosarena through 36 games this season uh, and if there's even another level to his game, you think? Yeah, I mean, I think we, we saw it, you know, in, what, 2020? Yeah. During, the, during the bubble World Series and that whole playoff run. So, I think, you know, we, we've gotten a glimpse of what he can do when the stage is big during a short amount of time, right? I think it's just about with him. He's the type of guy that needs to be engaged. He needs to feel like he's coming to the field and playing in, like, you know, meaningful, you know, games with a lot of fans and, and a lot of support. And so with the Randy Land, I'm, I, I like to think that's going to get him going and keep him engaged and keep him having fun. Um, you know, he, he's, he's the type of guy that plays to – 
to, to the moment or plays to his competition. The competition is down. He probably will play down to this competition. But this competition is, is greater. He's playing against somebody who's bigger, supposed to be better than him. He seems like he's the type of guy that likes to take that challenge and step up to the plate. Denard Span joining us here, the 20th overall pick of the Twins back in 2002, the pride of Tampa Catholic. We have some of your fellow Tampa Catholic alum in the chat section uh, shouting you out, so that's there for you. Um, and, and a question about growing up here and playing baseball here. You know, I've, I've heard the idiots around the national media saying, oh, you know, Tampa Bay's not a baseball market. And I'm like, dude, if you grew up here, you've been here for any amount of time, baseball is in the fabric of this community. Everybody grows up playing Little League Baseball around here, as you did. And we've produced so many good players. What is it about this area, you think, that that produces so many good baseball players? Not just the weather and playing all year long. It just seems like the coaching, the former players come back and coach high schools here, the AAU, all of that is just exceptional. The levels are high, and it just – creates better players. How do you see it? I think we're cut from a different cloth, to be honest with you. There's something about growing up here in, in Tampa. Um, you have this competitive spirit, um, and you just take it. You know, you grow up with it, growing up in this community. Um, you know, you there's obviously really good talent. There's good athletes here. Um, and for me, you know, growing up here and then taking and getting drafted and, and going off and playing against basically the world. You know, I, I never forgot my roots. You know, this is Tampa. This is this is the city that raised me. It made it made me into a literal dog. Like I'm not going to give up. I'm going to give it everything that I have. And you know, that I think that's what you know this city um, doesn't get the credit for. You know what I mean? Like that. all the guys that came before me, like they they paved the way. And you know, once I got drafted, it was like I want to be mentioned with those guys. You know what I mean? I, I have a responsibility to, you know, withhold a certain standard, one, for those guys, but two, for the next generation coming behind me, right? Now you got the, the, the Kyle Tuckers and the, the Polar Bears, you know, uh, and all the, you know, and, and the Lance McCullers. Like, yeah. you know, these are guys that, you know, are, you know, doing what Tampa's been doing for many years. And kind of to that point a little bit, and, and Tampa Bay being a big baseball community, I mean, we obviously have known the issues with, like, you know, attendance and things like that. And it, this year it's been up by a considerable amount in last few years. And obviously the Yankees series, we had 32,000 people on Sunday. And, like, I was there, and it was, like, a great atmosphere. Uh, you played here for a little bit. So just kind of describe that. Like, is, as a player, when you come out to the ball field and it's packed and everything, and we haven't gotten that as much here as the Rays, does that kind of help a team – uh, sort of say, or is it not really that big of a deal? No, it's definitely a big deal. Yeah, when you come out and, and, and those stands are packed, you know, just like we were talking about with Randy, like that gets you going. That gets the juices flowing, gets the adrenaline going, and, it, you know, it makes you, you know, want to play that much harder. You know, you, we're, we're professionals. We're gonna, they're going to play hard regardless if there's, you know, one person in the stands versus there's 50,000, but – when there's 50,000 people screaming for you, you're going to play a little bit more harder. You're going to run into that wall, you know, or, or you know, just dive and, and do things that you probably wouldn't do if there was one fan. All right, Denard, the big question everybody wants to know, can they keep this up? I don't think they can keep this pace up. This is ridiculous, historic pace. Uh, yeah. Baseball's a tough game, as you know, better than, better than most. But can they – I mean, the numbers suggest teams that start this well – win World Series, four out of the six teams, right? And, and uh, five out of the six have won pennants. Can this team sustain this? And, and I, I argued yesterday, to some degree, we haven't seen the best of this team. There, there will hopefully be a time when Tyler Glass now is pitching 
followed by Shane McClanahan, followed by Eflin, followed by Rasma. I mean, this team and, and Pete Fairbanks has not been able you know, to stay healthy. This team can get better, can it not? Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, I think it all depends on the health of the yeah. team. Um, I even even with the the health included, like if guys go down, which guys are down now, and that's part of the game. I think this team is still built in a way that they can sustain certain injuries. We saw it last year; like they 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 were down five, you know, four or five of the, their main players, and they were still able to make the postseason. So I think the front office has done a good job at like building a solid team where it's not like based upon one or two guys like a lot of other teams. If those two guys go down, you know, you're left in shambles. And so, um, you know, obviously, you know, they're not going to keep this pace. You know they're going to, you know, run into, you know, a bad rut. But with the type of pitching that we have, like, like you saw last night with Shane and with Zach Eflin, those are types of guys that are going to stop the bleeding. They're going to stop, you know, long stretches of, of losses. They're going to give your team an opportunity to win. All right, just a couple more questions on, of the fun type. Number, you did a lot in your career, 14 seasons, hit 281 career at batting average, but you also are one of two people to hit a leadoff homer into McCovey Cove. How cool mm. How cool was it to do? Was that one of your favorite moments of your career? You know, I mean, obviously it was fun. I didn't hit many home runs, so whenever <laughs> I hit a home run, I tried to enjoy it. Um, but at the time, like, I didn't know that that was, like, a thing. Like, right. Once I you know, hit that. It wasn't until, you know, after the game, I think the media brought it up, but I mean, yeah, it's always cool to be, you know, one of, one of anything in, in, in the, in the game of baseball. All right. And your favorite restaurant in West Tampa, I have a couple of requests. They want to know your favorite West Tampa sandwich shop, West Tampa sandwich shop. Pretty strong. Oh, I've never been there. You've never been there. Oh, my goodness. Oh, you've got. That to go. a, that a, I feel. I feel embarrassed to say that. Yeah, people will be. They'll. They'll be upset. They'll, and they're. They're going to hold a table open for you too. I can imagine. I West Tampa Sandwich Shop. Okay, yeah. I'm at the. Is there any other of your favorite favorite restaurants growing up that you went to? Um, trying to think like Tampa, like Tampa staple yeah, restaurant. Tampa staple restaurant. Oh my goodness! I feel like as a kid we ate a lot of like chain food. We ate a lot of <laughs> food. Um. Goodness. If you don't have a favorite, yeah. you don't have a favorite. We we get we can make it happen though. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, we, yeah. You might you might need to help Ar- me broaden Ar- my Arco Iris, uh, La Terracita, some of those great Cuban food places. I have been to La Terracita. I've been to the Columbia restaurant uh, downtown course. in New York. Yes, yes. fantastic. Yes. Um, well, you could start start and stop at the Columbia right there. There it is. Yeah. Boom. Uh, yeah. That, that, that's yeah. Really good Latin Spanish food there yeah. for sure. Well, Denard, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate it. You're doing a great job on Bally's. So hopefully you'll come back and, and chat with us as this magical season continues. No problem. Anytime, guys. Thanks, Denard. Appreciate it.